0: Hi, I'm Paulina and I'm Peter welcome to tap into the extraordinary podcast the accountability circle for go-getters overachievers and big dreamers
1: join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary
0: hello hello,
1: hello how you doing
0: yeah good good another Friday another recording <laughs> oh yes
1: it's been a long week. I know. Oh my God. It's been a very, very long week. I know. That, uh, how has yours been? Let's start with you.
0: Good. Uh, it's been okay. Like it's one of those weeks that if I have to be honest, I feel like I could have done more, but things just didn't seem to be happening. Like it I felt a bit of a uphill struggle with everything I was doing. Uh, but I'm trying to be gentle with myself and appreciate that i am still making progress and like i'm not falling behind as such maybe i'm just not making as much progress as i want to mm-hmm. on the post, which is okay so it's okay to accept that sometimes uh and exciting part i have booked a trip to go home and see my family which is probably going to be the highlight of my year given that we're not going to travel much so mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> that one trip a year <laughs> yeah true uh, so that should be exciting yeah how's your week been
1: It's been, it's been crazy busy and, um, yeah, it's been crazy, crazy busy. And, uh, I wish there was more time in the day to be honest, but there isn't. So it's trying to make the most of what we have and, um, yeah, the whole balance thing. I've said it before here and that's, that's always been my one big kind of like flaw, never been able to find balance because I'm either a workaholic, completely tunnel vision or like I, switch off and it do, it takes me a while to switch off so mm. at this point in time i'm just i'm just thinking to myself look there's a lot of work that needs to be done right now um but ultimately there'll be rewards later on which mean that i can compensate for the time with a holiday if i wanted to and just take a yeah. few weeks off if i wanted to later on down the line but you know what <laughs> has to happen now has to happen uh, and it is a priority and you know as we get into accountability i'm sure we're going to go through um what we have covered this week but oh guys welcome um to this episode uh, by the way we just went straight into it um but as you can probably uh, hear and expect of us from previous episodes we are going to go straight into accountability we do have a topic that we're going to discuss um right after we've done accountability but like i said you know this is all about an accountability circle um so Paul, paulina and i are going to hold each other accountable to the things that we said we were going to do and uh, this is the portion of the show where we do that. So, should, yeah. who wants to go first? I, I don't,
0: I mean, I don't mind going first. Should
1: okay. I start with you? Actually, who, so who uh, went first last time? Did you go first last time? I think you did, actually.
2: Okay, I should, go, you go, I should
1: first. go first. I should go first. Right. So, what did I have on my... On my on my things
0: to do on your list of things to do bear in mind by the way just for context for everyone else that's tuning in listening or watching this it's only been a week since we had our last catch up so when we set these goals we said that this is going to be our goals for the next two to three weeks uh and now we started recording podcast episodes weekly we are actually just like a week since setting these goals so um, it, they were very ambitious, but it would be good to see where Fisher is with them. So your uh, a lot of your goals were centered around your money intelligence conference that mm-hmm, so you have mm-hmm. on in August. Yeah. So one of your first goals was to finish uh, the marketing and advertising. So to set that up for the conference. How is that coming along? So your deadline was 13th of July and we are definitely ahead of it because now it's the 10th. So
2: yeah, how yeah. Does that
0: come along?
1: All the work on the marketing is basically done. It's all designed. There's one fly that just needs to have a final little tweak to it. That's pretty much done. It's a lot of artistic work to kind of like do, putting things Mm. together, making sure we've got a a robust plan over the weeks that are running up to the event. But we've got that all mapped out now. We know exactly what we're doing. We just need to basically execute on the finer points of, of each of them. Um, and okay. there's a lot of work that will go into the workflow for that. So yeah, it's looking good. It's all, all done. All the preliminary work to get us ready for Monday is basically d- is done.
0: Okay. That's amazing. That's really, really good. Again, you should have more ambitious goals because look at that. It's only been a week.
1: Some of that stuff has meant that I've got up at like eight in the morning and gone to bed at one <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so it, it's been, it's, it's been a lot and obviously it's collaborating with people as well. So it's like going back and forth and like, you know, ideas on visuals and color palettes and all this kind of stuff and making sure yeah. that, you know, Crystal and I agree on something and we each have our own kind of like, um, artistic ideas around how the visuals look. So it's coming to that, yeah. that compromise of, okay, this looks good. Oh, I'm happy with this and running with it. So mm. it does take time and, and stuff. It was just me. I'll just knock it out quickly,
2: but <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: I'm only kidding. I mean, it's my job to push you, but know, uh, you're actually <laughs> doing amazing because like, it's only been a week and you've already achieved uh-huh. like, almost everything. Uh, and your other like goals or objectives for the next few weeks was, again, related to the event. So doing the briefs for the speakers, mm-hmm. the logistics, the branding, the website. How are the other elements coming along?
1: The website was finished literally this morning. Literally, okay. so we, we outsourced the website. That was finished. There's small little like tweets, but it's being handed over to us tomorrow for us to do like final little like touches and niggles like that I didn't really like because I built my own website for conversational money. So mm-hmm. he's used a template and I'm like, I don't like that. But I'm forgetting it's not a WordPress site. So it's it's got limitations. So that's being handed back. That's all done. The speaker briefs, briefs uh, well, the event brief and the speaker briefs were all done. The speaking um, agreements were all done we have had all of the agreements back a lot. Well, we had to chase people. Um, but actually, to be fair, the one guy who we thought, because he's a celebrity-ish that we'd have to ask him like two or three times for the, for the paperwork to come back, he was the first to send it back. And I was like, okay, he knows his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a proper professional. So his came back and he was the main one that I was like, okay, we might have to chase him two or three times. you we'll have to go through his PR and his people. Yeah. But he was yeah. like, oh no, no, no. There you go. Boom. Signed it. Sent it back. So that's done. Yeah. All of that's done.
0: Good. That's a heavy lifting done at first. Uh, it's good. And your last but not least, talking about balance, goal mm-hmm. was to start meditating and to create some headspace for yourself in your crazy schedule. Have you done any meditating since you last spoke?
1: I haven't done any meditating, but I have downloaded <laughs> Calm. I have downloaded Calm. I've just not literally done a meditation yet. So that one, okay. yeah, that's kind of like two out of three, two out of three this yeah. week.
0: Uh, no, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's been a crazy week. So I think, and you have the app, which is one step closer yep. to doing the meditation. Well,
1: <laughs> I haven't done any med- 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 meditating, but what I did do is it, it, I use it to help me sleep. A couple of nights this week
2: Nice. Okay. so yeah.
1: I don't know whether that counts yeah. or not but that was because normally when I get into bed my head's still racing even at one o'clock
2: Yeah. yeah. so yeah.
1: sometimes it's very very hard for me to like switch off so I'm either on my phone or doing something in order to switch off mm-hmm. so that's helped me massively.
0: Okay that's good yeah like I have used the sleep stories and they're actually like really really good. For, like, yeah.
1: the there episodes. was one voiced by Matthew McConaughey I was like Okay, I
0: haven't. It was, so that's, it was
1: weird listening to Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Like he's got a very unique, uh, like, voice, accent, and way of speaking. What's yeah. Like, <laughs> why on earth is this soothing? The voice of Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. It's just. I'm
0: not I think sometimes it's better to like listen to unknown voices, as you said, because mm-hmm. yesterday the story that kept popping up in my calm app was. Harry Styles' sleeping story. So Harry Styles from One Direction, mm-hmm. uh, and um I was like really confused. Why does this keep popping up? <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me just listen to it while I went to bed. And same thing, I was just like so weirded out by the fact that like I'm not even his huge fan or anything, mm-hmm. but I was just, like, I know his voice. It was just yeah. like really strange to listen to him like do sleep stories. And there was another one that I listened to a few weeks ago, and it was Kelly Rowland. Okay, so yeah. Had- yeah as well and I think it's actually better if you don't know who these people are because when you do you're like it's really weird that Kelly Rowland is like reading me a story about like story about <laughs> life <and the> jungle. <laughs> it's just strange
1: I would love them to get Beyonce to do one I would really really would Ooh, I don't yeah. know listening to Beyonce do us I don't know that would be jarring a little bit actually to be fair <laughs> that would be I really know. really jarring
0: yeah, like maybe with her like Lion King voice. I mm. think that
1: would be like calming. The the soothing voice. So if there's one soothing voice that I can think of that is well known, it will be yeah. Morgan Freeman.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
1: So that's that's <laughs> the voice so that weird. I kind of expect to be on like a story time because it's Morgan it's Morgan yeah. Freeman, not <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Like
0: <laughs> yeah. it was yeah.
1: good though. It did help me to sleep, so I can't really complain. <laughs>
0: Okay, we give them that. It did what it was meant to do. Essentially, yeah. to sleep. <laughs> yeah. that's good. That's good. Cool. Well, hopefully, next time we speak, you will have actually done some meditation. As well.
1: I plan to do some over the weekend. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, on your goals, we have three written mm-hmm. down, and it was all about sending your assignment, your uni assignment.
0: Yeah, so um, again, I'm doing master's in digital marketing strategy. My deadline is the of July. I have already written the assignment, and I had every intention this week, before work or after work, to just edit it. All I have left to do is just formatting the format that is required for me submitting. Maybe add some like visuals uh, to make it more presentable because the content is already written. This week before work and after work was a bit of a struggle. However, I have tomorrow blocked off in my diary, bearing in mind that my submission is on the 22nd of July, so I still have some time, but mm-hmm. I just want to get it done. like so I know they're just literally sitting there waiting to be uploaded on the day. Um, and I have tomorrow blocked off to just do that, like to literally just do the edits of it and finish it once and for all. and I can't wait to do it, to be honest, just to like know that it's a hundred percent done. yeah Yeah.
1: good and on uni work we had your online um courses and you were thinking about getting ahead you were looking at six to eight uh courses in four weeks was pretty ambitious
0: yeah that is very ambitious given that every course is like four to five hours (laughs) uh Mm -hmm. but uh i will be honest and put my hand up and say i haven't done any of them this week um it has been as i said it has been a bit of a struggle this week just navigating everything for some reason um, and I am planning to like, once tomorrow it's out of the way and my assignment is finished to then just like knuckle down and do online courses for the next few weeks. So it will happen. It hasn't happened in the first week of the four weeks, but I am still committed to six to eight courses by the end of July. So
1: you Got time in Bulgaria as well, so I'm sure that you'll be able to fit something in as well, a bit more,
0: yeah, yeah, like that, that so. would definitely help. And like, could be a traveling as well because yeah. there's no entertainment whatsoever at airports right now,
1: <laughs> yeah, true, very, very true. And the last one you had was nutrition,
0: yeah, so nutrition is something I have been like for my physical and like personal individual goals, is something that I have. I wanted to focus on for a while, and I don't think necessarily I've had the right mindsets or discipline to do it. Uh, and I spoke to a nutritionist last week to like understand my personal like body type and what works well for me, which is something I've never really done before. I mean, like I've had loads of friends that work in the fitness space or know about food and have given me tips, but it's different when you actually speak to someone who knows about nutrition and knows about your body type specifically. Mm-hmm. That was really useful and I have started following it. So I am kind of seeing differences in terms of like how I feel, energy levels, etc. cetera. Uh, I am still keeping up with my exercise. And hopefully by the time we speak next time, there will be some physical results actually in terms of like my weight and just even more like uh, emphasize, emphasis on how I feel as a result of like eating better.
1: Good. Good. So that is our accountability circle for this um, sort of episode. Um, if you wrote down stuff from the last time we were on the show, that was your opportunity really to kind of check yourself. How did you do? I mean, I've done two, two out of three. Pillion has done two out of three as well. So I think the important thing is that we want to always try to get everything done, but having two done is better than not having any done at all. Um, and the progress um, that is required. Um, to make sure that you feel as though you're achieving something. Do I feel like I've I've achieved something? There's been an awful lot of work that went into getting all of these moving pieces done for for the event potentially. And yeah, that was a lot of man hours. So I feel like even though I haven't really done the meditation side of things and that has suffered off the back of it, a lot of the important stuff I need to do from a professional job point of view is I've ticked all of those off and that will allow me to sleep better this weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give me more time uh, this weekend than had I not done it and missed some of those things. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, even if you, it's good to take credit where it's true. Like, yes, it has been hard week for both of us in different ways. Um, and I think Even though I haven't achieved everything I wanted to achieve, I am still trying to be gentle on myself because these goals were meant to be achieved in two weeks, not in one week. And equally, just knowing that I have a plan in place, like I know that tomorrow I'm spending the day doing, finishing my assignment. And really, I don't think I need the whole day. I'll probably need like two, three hours to finish it. But I have blocked off the entire day just for that. And it was a conscious choice to not go out, but to like spend the day just devoted to that goal. just knowing that that's already planned and like I have a plan of action there already makes me feel better, even though I haven't achieved a goal. So that's why it's important to like how hold yourself accountable um, and have a plan in place of how are you going to achieve that. Just make it like break it down into like steps of how are you going to get there.
1: This week we wanted to talk about something specifically, so um, an interesting uh, topic idea, notion that I have definitely, well, I definitely struggle with it. And I said to Polina at the beginning of this episode that this is going to be a full 360 for me because just thinking about it, we had a little bit of a a conversation about today's topic before we started recording this. And there's a few things that have definitely rung true with me in my mind um, Mm -hmm. that will come full circle in this episode and I will openly share with you guys as well. So the topic of conversation um, this week is um, talking about negative self-talk. So that inner voice, that inner kind of like, you know, as a kid, we always get told that, you know, you've got an angel on your on your right shoulder, a devil on your left, that devil voice on your left shoulder, that one that keeps nattering at you. And it's all that negative speak all the time. We want to talk about where that comes from, how that impacts us on a day-to-day basis and more importantly, at the end, we're going to talk about, okay, so how can you combat it? But let's get into the to the real talk of it, because in my life, I can certainly, certainly, and it's something I still deal with now, I have to check myself, that whole negative thought. And in the research yeah. for this episode, um, one thing was said that I thought was actually really, really profound, is that we all have this thing in the back of our mind saying, oh, you can't do that, or it's limiting. It's like that limiting little talk, right? And you know, well, why am I why am I thinking like this? Why why is that in my head? And I came across a piece of content online that basically alluded to the fact that that voice is an internalized version of a voice that you've heard over time in your life from being a kid. And when I look at that, for me, that rings extremely true. I don't know if it's rings true to you as well, Polina.
0: Oh my God, yeah, this is so profound. And like, I also came across the same thing when I was researching the topic and I was like, wow, I literally had to take a moment to like reread and be like, this is so true. Like these voices do come from somewhere. You're not born with that internal voice and that internal voice looks different for everyone. So clearly it comes from different places for everyone. So a 100% agree on that.
2: Yeah,
1: and... It's weird because they said it and I was like, what? And it was like mind blown, like for a second. And I'm like, actually, you're right. Because think about it. When you when you're born and you're a kid, you don't know anything at all, right? So Mm -hmm. everything that you know today, everything that's been imprinted on you today has been from family, friends, environments that you that you that you that you basically grow up in, right? And that's across everything that's from religious beliefs to almost political beliefs it comes to our biases right all of that is imprinted on us as we grow up as we Mm -hmm. grow through life so this limiting negative self-talk is a product of and I'll give you my example right so I was fostered from three months to seven years old almost eight that my parents had this bright idea that they're going to take me back over to Nigeria. Right. So I'm the youngest of four boys in my family. So being the youngest of four boys, I'm like the baby, right? So Mm. I always had my mom, like my dad be really protective of me. Then my immediate brother, he hated it. He absolutely hated it. Proper jealous. He would kick me like, um, I have sickle cell anemia. So people say, Oh Pete, you look really, really young. Well, that's because of sickle cell anemia. I aged way, way, Slower and later than most people do. So, like, you should see a picture of me when I was like 18. It's ridiculous. I look 12 years old. Like, trust me, I did. I was i was five foot five at 18, 19. I'm six foot two now. And I grew, I had a growth spurt when I was 25 to 28. That okay. is like 10 years later than most people would uh, have okay. a growth yeah. spurt. So, with the sick, old oh, sickle cell anemia thing and the fact that, oh, ah, you're the baby of the family. My mom and dad—they basically cuddled. Basically, it's like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't do that." Would never allow me to do anything on my own. Like, no, you're going to get hurt. Don't, don't go out and do that. You can't do that. You've got sickle cell, right? Yeah. So when I think about my own self-limiting talk that pops into my head ever so often, it is a byproduct of that, and it's also a byproduct of the fact that because I've got sickle cell anemia. So we're four boys. Our second mm-hmm. born has got sickle cell anemia. I always say that I was kind of like the surprise in the family because mm-hmm. our second born is named Peter. I'm also named Peter, so there's two Peters in the family. And I firmly believe, and this is a joke that I always say, is that my mum and dad basically forgot they already had a Pete in the family, so they called me. <laughs> so when I met him, when I met him, it was like people come to the house. Oh, where's Pete? Was well, which one? Big Pete, little Pete. He's big Pete. I'm little Pete. But anyway. My brother, Big Pete, he died from sickle anemia when he was 25. And my immediate brother, he basically had to um, do a lot of the care work around because it was in Nigeria. It's not the same mm-hmm. here. So he went, <laughs> the way it happened is he had a really, really bad crisis. And if you know anything about sickle anemia, it happens all of the time. You can be in hospital for sometimes three yeah. weeks at a time, four weeks at a time, blood transfusions. So he had this really, really bad episode. And I didn't know this until maybe about, six or seven months ago, my immediate brother was the one who had to literally carry my brother passed out to the hospital, literally. Okay. So after all of that happened, he was very protective over me. And he would be like, listen, you can't do this. You can't do that. You need to stay in the house because he was fearful that anything happened to me. It haunted him that he had to carry my brother yeah. who had sickle yeah. cells. So he had that kind of in part on me. And that, that explains perfectly in my mind why sometimes I'm like, "Mm, you shouldn't really do that. You can't do that. That's no, 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 no. That's that's not your thing. And listening to this today and doing the research on this today, it's been like, I get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely true. And I think whenever you, whenever you have a negative thought, Or like your inner critic goes in full effect and starts chatting to you uh negatively it's always helpful to take a moment to step back and just say like okay where is this coming from who where did because everything that comes in our minds like a negative, in the form of negative self-talk came from somewhere whether it was someone said something to us years ago so whether it was you tried to do to speak on stage uh, at your school recital when you were 15 and someone told you you suck and you're no good at public speaking and 20 years later you are still like oh i'm no good at public speaking every time someone asks you about public speaking you're like oh no i'm not good at that or whether it was you um your art teacher at school university or a school told you you're not really good at painting like you're not creative and then 20 years later you still go to job interviews and you're like I'm not really the creative type I'm more like a data type and like so much of that is and I have that thing where for years I have been saying I'm not a math person I'm not a numbers person and I think that starts from school because it's cool I was naturally like not that great at math. Like I had to put extra hours to become good at math, uh, to the same level that some people just naturally go math and like understood that and were really good at that. So for years, even now, 15, 20 years later, I'm still like, I'm not, math is not my thing. Like numbers is not my thing. Uh, and I still have the understanding that like history and geography is my thing and where does that come from that comes from school and me being good at that at at school and that's like 15 years ago so it really really sticks with you and like that's my school example and my like my um, educational example but it does come across from every every year of your life and I think it's really important to just take a moment and like to step back and say like okay who was the first person who ever gave me that critical message or told me I'm good at something or I'm not good at something or how valid is their judgment like is this someone that actually has credibility and I should like believe every word they say so if they say I'm no good are they Picasso because unless they're Picasso how credible are they to tell you that you're not creative or you're no good enough uh, I'm not saying you need advice from Picasso and only Picasso but just saying like what 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 are their credentials to tell you that you're not good at something so much that he has back with you 20 years later um and then also just understanding like is that something that you're not good at all of the time like most of the time or is this the one time you were no good at something you failed and you automatically decided that this is there. Like every, every other time you come across the same situation or the same circumstance, you auto, your inner critic will automatically get triggered to come and tell you, don't do this. You're bad at that. Um, and I think it's something to do, something else that like I came across that's quite interesting as well is that how much we tie our identities to the identity of a winner and where that inner critic gets triggered. So like, I, and I have definitely been that person where I have tied myself to my achievements and my wins in life, whatever they may be. So much that my identity was tied to it. So if I wasn't achieving or if I was failing, even though it's a learning curve and it's a learning experience, I would still feel like I'm not good like I'm not good enough. And we spoke about this like very briefly in the previous episode, but that is where my inner critic gets triggered the most often. It's like where I have to be like, just because you didn't achieve everything I wanted to achieve this week or I didn't win something or I didn't achieve a specific goal doesn't mean I'm bad at something. But my inner critic immediately comes out to be like, oh, see, I told you you can't do this. Why are you even trying? This is not achievable. My inner critic would literally like, come out, like, dog out of a cage, ready to attack me. And in reality, like, it's got nothing to do with my identity. Like, your identity of a winner is a small part of your overall identity. And by all means, it's not everything about you. There's mm. so much more to you as a person beyond just your achievements. Yeah. And I think that's something that definitely triggers my inner critic the most often, yeah. I would say.
1: I think it's important to kind of do, to try and draw a balance between an inner voice, oftentimes is negative. And I certainly notice it when mm. it's negative. And again, it's human nature, right?
2: Yeah. If
1: we enjoy something, we don't rave and give positive praise and feedback. But mm-hmm. if something's horrible, we didn't enjoy guess what we're going to talk about it because (laughs) right it's something notable or we assume it's something noteworthy but i also think it's important to acknowledge that actually the inner voice isn't always negative Mm. it is kind of the guiding light sometimes it's there's an element of intuition there Of okay should i do this should should i not do this And I think for me personally, the inner voice does guide me to want to do something to the best of my ability. So Mm -hmm. you probably picked up through, you know, the first few episodes of this podcast that I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, although there is no such thing as perfect. But I want to know that I've done something to a very, very high standard. And there are other reasons behind that that we'll come on to perhaps in later um, episodes uh, as we go through this podcast. But even more recently with the investment course, right, I placed yeah. a very, very high standard on, on what I wanted the investment course to basically be, how, I, how engaging I wanted it to be as well. So it's not just about the content and how good the content is in terms of what you're going to learn and how confident you're going to feel as a first-time investor. It's not about that. Yeah. It's also about, okay, so when you, when you take this course, is it engaging enough? Is it visually inviting? Are you going to get bored? Is it death by PowerPoint? I definitely didn't want it to be that. And that drove me to the point of, no, 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 it needs to be perfect. It needs, it needs to be spot on. And it wasn't until I actually got a professional who had successful courses to look (laughs) at the course. And he was like, dude, this is amazing. Did you build this yourself? I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is better than anything that's out there. You need to get this out like right now that I was like, (laughs) yeah. I've done a good job here. You said it. And I think sometimes that inner voice is seeking affirmation that we're Mm -hmm. doing the right thing or just that, maybe not affirmation, but just that little nudge that you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path Yeah. for that confidence to to then really come through. You can then dismiss that. It's not ready yet. It's not ready. I'm not ready yet type thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think like whatever your inner voice Is, whether it's positive or negative, the more, like, if it is positive, it will push you to have that positive mentality all around. I think it really impacts your mindset as a whole, not just in those brief moments where you really notice it coming through, but it does impact you. If you wake up and the first thought in the morning is, oh, it's gonna be a horrible day, I have so much going on, then your inner critic immediately goes in full effect thinking of all the other, uh, looking for all the other reasons why it's not a good day. And yeah. it's going to keep pointing them out throughout. Like, yeah. you're sub- you, may, you may not be like, in your head, you'll keep noticing things that are wrong with that day. So it will be, oh, uh, the weather is miserable. Of course, the delivery is late. Of course, no one's answering my emails. But like, you would literally find every reason to be more miserable. So it is true. Like, what you put out there as thoughts positive or negative either way you just generate more of it so that's why it's important to like really harness your inner critic and where possible make it a positive voice because it's impossible to have a only positive inner critic and i would and i I would agree with you i think it's important to harness to harness it. and like i went to this course a couple of months ago um, that was organized to work uh, specifically for our female part of the workforce because gosh knows uh everyone knows that females are particularly good at criticizing themselves um uh, and finding a thousand and one reasons of how fat are we how unprofessional we are how there's just like a thousand and one reasons why we're not good enough like females are particularly bad at this um, but it was to do with females putting themselves out there and like going for opportunities. And you can't talk about like going for opportunities in life and growing without talking about, the us tackle your inner critic. And as part of the course, for the first time ever, someone actually talks to me about it in that way, which I found really fascinating. And they were talking about your inner critic as being a separate person, a separate individual from Paulina the person that i am and that was like quite interesting because i've always accepted that this is part of Polina, that negative voice is me and really it is not me that is as you said a result of all the conditioning that i have throughout the years whether it's good whether it's bad but that is not necessarily me like it's just the protective mechanism that i have in my head which Sometimes that's good for me and sometimes doesn't really work in my favor. Uh, and when you start, so in the course, they were talking us through this exercise where we had to literally build a whole profile of the first things that come to your mind. When you think of your inner critic, are they mostly positive? Are they mostly negative? What kind of things do they say? Like what are the most deep, common things that come in your mind on a daily basis uh, that your inner critic says? What characteristics do you think that person had? If it was a different person, would it be someone who's judgy? Would it be someone who is very conservative and very skeptical? Would it be someone who is uh, failure prone? What would that person be? Maybe even coming up with a name for them. I genuinely can't remember mine. I think mine was Samantha, by the way, weirdly. I don't know why. Uh-huh. I think it was Samantha, because I don't know, that name just triggers for me someone who's like really judgy, really like disapproving um and yeah they ask you to like just build this whole character and look at it that way and then the second part of the exercise was um actually doing so there were two parts to it first part was put yourself in the shoes of Samantha in my case why is she saying the things that she's saying and if you have to be honest there is an element of protection there and it's like there is an element of she's saying those things because she wants the best for me because she wants me to be more. She wants me to be better. She wants, she She knows my full potential. So she's trying to push me to be that person.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so, certainly something for me that kind of we've spoken about in here is, you know, starting the day. And I think mm. it's easy for all of us to get into the cycle of, oh my God, I'm tired. Cause I've certainly felt like that this week. I felt yeah. cause not yeah. enough sleep getting up and the grind continues and it's very, very easy to get into that cycle of, oh my God, I'm tired. And then the day drags because you're feeling tired. And, you know, me referencing the fact that this episode will be a full full 360 for me, that is one element to it as well. The fact that Mm -hmm. actually this week I've woke up and for for the first time in a very, very long time, I've been like, oh my God, I've got so much going on. I'm knackered. I've not slept enough, that kind of stuff. And if I'm honest, that actually does impact me through the day because I'm trying to focus, but I can't focus. I am knackered because I'm tired. And I think Mm -hmm. it's important that whilst we acknowledge that, for me, one thing that I'm going to start doing, this is where calm comes back in, is how do I regulate myself so that actually I have more energy, more energy to carry up through the day, be a little bit more organized, so on and so forth. So that certainly for me is something that, that I need to work on in the next two to three weeks. And going back to the whole, kind of like your negative um, kind of like inner voice being a person. I always mm-hmm. picture my immediate brother and that's okay. weird. And that is weird for I mean, me. That
0: actually, because when we did the course, that was part of it. Some people picture their mothers or their like siblings. So that actually, you're not the only person that happens to. And it's, it's a dangerous one because you want to have a separate vision of what your inner critic looks like, because you don't want to tie it to like a real person because every time you see them or you speak to them, that will get triggered. Like the well, That's relationship- exactly
1: what I was going to say because I I I think of him as a as the personality that it's attached to. But like okay. I said, I didn't know until six or seven months ago that the reason why he was so protective of me was because he had to mm. carry my brother who died from sickle cell anemia to the hospital. I didn't okay. know that until six to seven months ago. So for mm. me, it's kind of like, hmm, actually it's almost like a little mini epiphany almost. And maybe I do mm. need to revisualize that and just revisit that, that entire thing, um, on its own. It's an interesting one really, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I would come to this realization in this episode for that <laughs> one thing specifically. So this is, well, this is good. This is kind of therapy in its own, isn't it? So. It's a good part. But one of the things we wanted to cover in this episode was how do you deal with this? So I did a little bit, a little bit of research, right. And, um, there was this, there was this method that this guy came up with. And I'll tell you what, like mind blown when he was talking about, Oh, it's a, it's a, your negative talk is a representation of all of the stuff, external voices and conditions through your life. Mind blown with that completely. (sighs) Yeah. Then this one is like, oh my god! Like a nuclear bomb just went off in my head, <laughs> right? And
2: okay, so but let me just share this with me. you. Okay,
1: <laughs> so his philosophy or his thoughts were: there is one way that you can effectively manage your negative self-talk, right? And he goes okay. into, in in it comes in fashion of a word. We all know this word. We all know this word from when we were kids: abracadabra, the magic yes. word. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Now.
1: Now. That word isn't just a made-up word. Um, It actually stems from a couple of languages. So in Hebrew, abracadabra means it came to pass as it was spoken. All right? In um, Aramaic, it means I create as I speak. So Mm -hmm. his his method is to take the first four letters of abracadabra, and one of the things that he leaves with, he says, listen, when it's happening, when you're having this this negative self-talk, it's really, really important not to fight it. Don't fight it, be like, and be combative with it, because you've alluded to this already, Polina. You're gonna have this in your head all the time. And you don't want to get into a consistent, constant conflict with that inner voice, trying to make it say something positive when it's only there really to protect you and stop you from getting yeah. hurt. That's the that's the underlying purpose that that it's there for. It wants to shield you from harm. So it goes the first yes. thing to do. First four letters, A-B-R-A. So the first okay. A starts for acknowledge. Acknowledge it. Take it okay. in. Like, okay, cool. Right. We're going to have a little word with ourselves now. I know what's going on here. You'll be in exit because you think there's going to be a little bit of danger in it. You know, acknowledge yeah. it. And he goes, but you know.
0: I'm taking notes. so I hope you are taking notes. too.
1: <laughs> yeah, so please, guys, do take notes. I, I was listening to this and I was like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. I wrote this down. I'm, I'm literally reading off my pad now. And he goes, acknowledge it. That's great. And he goes, before you get into the state where you're going to get stressed out, because oftentimes you get stressed out, you get anxious, you get like really like tense. He goes, just take a minute to just breathe. Like, just take a minute and just breathe. Just don't focus on the thoughts. You know that it's there. Just breathe. Just breathe. breathe. Take a minute. And he goes, just allow that, that anxiety, that tension to just release. And then he goes, yeah. the last thing, so the R is released, and then the last A is basically then you go into alignment. So, okay, you, you've acknowledged it, right, so why am I thinking like this? I'm thinking like this because of this. Okay, what can I do to mitigate this? And you align some positivity with that negative thought, not just by dismissing it, but by acknowledging that it's there and understanding the reasons why it is there, so aligning some positivity to it. So... The way he explained it was very, very eloquent Um, I probably didn't do it justice here Um, The guy's name I can't remember the guy's name I'll put it in the show notes So if you're interested in this guy Go and check it it out
0: But yeah, I can't remember Is it Kim something? Um, It's Jim,
1: Jim, Jim
0: Jim? Oh gosh Uh,
1: He's got a weird last name Jim Quick, Uh Quick Jim, Jim K-W-I-K Jim Quick
0: Okay, yes Yes, I think that's the one. That's so the go one.
1: and go and check it out, guys. It was very, 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 very useful. And that's something that I am definitely going to kind of, uh, you know, implement over the next week or so uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, this week has been really, really crazy. And like I said, it's full circle for me on this episode. And I hope that you guys have picked up something as
2: well.
0: Yeah. And what does alignment look like for you? Have you talked about that? Because this is something that I have been putting some um, thought into for the last couple of weeks, actually. So do you know what alignment would look like for you?
1: At this point, I don't know. I mean, at very, very high level, I mean, because of the way that I work, again, part of me is like the whole perfectionist type kind of like mm. thinking, right, has to be spot on. And a lot of that negative thoughts come well, that whole perfectionist thing is a result of all of that. So okay. alignment for me will be kind of like understanding, okay, look, you're doing that because you obviously want it to be very, very high standard. You want it to be perfect because, again, there are other issues and, and things that I'll talk about in other episodes that that stems from. But mm-hmm. very, very high level, if I'm looking at it on a day-to-day, task-by-task basis, is that knowledge and okay, it needs to be of a very good standard. Okay, so how do I align and get some balance between What I think is perfect, bear in mind, there is no such thing. And what I think will be a really good middle, middle ground to me, if that
0: makes any sense. Yeah,
1: Those are my very high level thoughts of how I would incorporate that alignment.
0: I wonder if deadlines will help because there's nothing that a perfection, like a perfectionist would literally keep working on the same thing over and over again. If they don't have a deadline to submit them, like you would literally keep redoing it over and over. So I wonder if deadlines would help you to be like, okay, this needs to be done today. And at the end of today, as perfect as it is, that's it, I'm stopping to work on that. and moving on to something. Yeah, I
1: mean, the deadlines for the events and the marketing has worked really, really well. Because I know, look, it needs to be done by the 13th, but you've got more deadlines for other streams of work that we're going to be doing Mm. for this event. So the deadlines do absolutely work for me because it's like, you've got to get it done within this period of time, you've got to move on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just so you're making progress and you're not stuck, like, redoing the same thing over and over again. Something that has helped me over the last few weeks um, is, I mean, there's very practical little things that you can do to, like, reinforce a positive inner critic or inner voice. Uh, One is affirmation. You can literally program your brain into believing anything, and if that means like waking up every morning and maybe having poster notes everywhere, if that's your way of going about it, whether it's just saying affirmations in your head while you're brushing your teeth in the morning, and it could be anything from I am enough, I am amazing at what I do, I am loved, Uh, I am full of energy, like you. Yes, the first day, the first few days, it's going to sound a bit ridiculous. But the more you say it, the more your brain believes it. And it would reprogram how your inner critic speaks to you. Because after a week of repeating the same things, so your inner critic will be like, maybe there is something true there. She keeps saying she's good enough. Like, let's, let's think about this. And your inner critic, would you'll notice how your voice would slightly start shifting slowly but surely over time. So affirmations, whether it's in the written form, whether it's post-it notes, whether it's in your head and you just do it every day on your daily walk or while getting ready in the morning, just do it. It really works. And then the other thing that I have been doing, and I can even show you my phone, is setting up mental triggers throughout the day. So I have these three words that I want to see myself as, or this is the kind of person that I want to be. And I, so you, so, and I have like daily triggers at 11, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 6 p.m. Uh, throughout the day, which is basically my alarm on my phone. Let me see if I can find it now. And the three words that I have under every alarm are joyful, intentional, and kind. So every, every day, it's like, because throughout the day, you kind of forget, like, mm-hmm. what is the kind of person I'm trying to be here? And I think having those reminders where my alarm goes off at 11 a.m., at 3 p.m., and at 6 p.m. throughout the day, even if it's just a reminder and you look at the your screen, you're like, oh, yeah, I need to be joyful. I need to mm-hmm. be, like, intentional with what I do. I need to be kind to people. It's just like we get so absorbed in our day-to-days. If you just do it once a day in the morning, like you get carried away by what happens to you in the daytime. So this is your way to like recenter yourself. And that, those alarms sometimes rings and I'm in meeting and I'm still like, oh yeah, I need to do that. I need to remember Mm -hmm. to do that. And like, so I literally have those alarms that ring three times a day, every day, uh, weekends, weekdays, any day. And that's really helped me to like recenter whenever it happens, even if it's like a second that it takes you to think about that and be like, am I being that kind of person, the mm-hmm. person that I want to be? Because if I'm not, I need to realign. So yeah. this is my way of realigning. But I know people do it with like putting it on the door or like every time I walk through a door, I'm going to say like an affirmation. Every time I walk through the kitchen door, I'm going to say this or like there's many ways that you can do it, but just keep putting in that positive, like, um, positive language mm-hmm. in your head like and then it's actually going to transform the way you see your inner voice and just keep looking at that as a best friend rather than an enemy because this has really really changed things for me it's very simple but it really works because now i'm looking at it as in she's my best friend and i need to speak to her like she's my best friend so on a week like This week where I felt like everything was a bit of uphill struggle, and there is no particular reason why everything was uphill struggle. I can't actually pinpoint one thing that didn't go to plan and then everything like fell back as a result of it. There were two options. It was either my inner critic was going to savage me and say you did not achieve everything you want to achieve, or I was going to be like, okay, I didn't get enough time to do my assignment on weekdays, but I have Saturday booked in to do that. So that's still okay. And my deadline is not for another 15 days. Yeah. So it's not the end of the world. So there's always two ways that you can look at that. And it's the same with your, is your inner voice going to be negative or positive?
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, so guys, I hope that conversation has been helpful for you. And I hope that you've taken something away. We've all got this in a voice. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to hear from you guys, how you plan to manage it, how you plan to work with it going forward. Um, and yeah, please do let us know. Um, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts, and uh, please do share. We will be opening up in the community. That is something we are working on at the moment, yeah. so you can share your goals and do all this kind of stuff with us on a on an ongoing basis as well. But we're now at that point where we're going to talk through what we're going to do next week um, for the next yeah. seven days. Um, so, sh- do you want to go first, or shall I go first?
0: Uh, let's start with you. What?
1: Are okay, for the next seven days okay so oh my god oh, where do i even begin uh, <laughs> there's so much on i'm gonna i'm gonna try and pick out the big ones um that i have on the horizon so okay. uh, one of the first things we've got to do is as you know with the event we're looking to raise ten thousand pounds that is the target for charity um for the event in august Um, So we've identified the the charity. We Mm -hmm. want to basically shoot a video as part of the marketing um, campaign going forward. So that is a major task next week that has to be done next week. And it has to be ready, edited, ready to go for the 20th. So that's going to be my main priority. And that's really just about scripting um, venue selection just the logistics of actually having getting it done. And that has knock on effects to everything else that I do around my own podcast, around the YouTube channel, around all the content creation and and some of the other stuff that I do on a day-to-day basis. So next week is all about basically being as stringent as possible with that at the center of it, particularly with all the other stuff that I have to do with the other podcasts I produce with someone else um, Mm -hmm. and the YouTube content as well. So that is my one big thing for next week. And that's I good. have to have that shot. There are external forces that may mean it doesn't happen, but in terms of everything that I can control, I need to make sure that everything's lined up, everything's ready to go to to basically get it done and ready for yeah. Monday the 20th on the launch okay. side. Uh, on the other okay. bits, we've got loads of other little bits we need to do on, on with the project for the event, but that's the one big thing for next week.
0: Okay. And how about meditating? Are we adding that to the list?
1: Yes, so I've already got calm. I've used it to sleep, but I do need to at least have two or three. I'm going to say three meditation sessions in the next seven days.
0: I mean, given that they're 10 minutes each, can can we do one a day, do you think? Yeah. When you feel you're about to burn out, just do your meditation. The thing is,
1: for me, I need to get a routine. I need yeah. to, I need to get a routine of either doing it first thing in the morning yeah. or just as I roll off at night and knowing me because I'm so tunnel vision and oftentimes I'm here like either recording something, editing something, producing something, 12, 1 o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, it mm. will be best for me to do it first thing in the morning, like literally okay. yeah. bounce out of the bed, do it, get it done. So that will be my commitment. And I'll I'll go for Mm -hmm. one a day.
0: Okay. That's good. That's fine. Um, Mine. Well, as I haven't achieved some of them, I will be carrying them over to next week. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am carrying over, continuing with my nutrition because I said I wanted to lose some weight. Uh, I have lost a bit since we last spoke, but um, well there's still a way to go. So hopefully next time we speak, there will be a more significant uh, weight drop to report. Mm-hmm. But even just eating healthier, that's just getting into the habit for me, which is not something I have done consistently in the past, but mm-hmm. that own is a progress in the right direction. Um, don't,
1: don't, don't make light of the fact that you've, all, you've you've lost a little bit of weight, so that's still progress.
0: Yeah. That yeah. is still it, it, progress. It, it is progress. I guess my goal, my bigger goal of like how much weight I want to lose mm-hmm. is huge. So, like looking at that number, I'm not close, but equally yes I have lost some weight. So, and and for me it's not to be honest I'm not even that obsessed about the weight as much as I am if I can get into the habit of eating healthy consistently, that would be an achievement for me because mm-hmm. It's just something that I'm an active person, so I can exercise for days. I don't mind exercising six times a day. But when it comes to like my nutrition, that's where I'm like, oh, I'm too busy to like, mm-hmm. cook, or I'm too busy to like, be making meal prep and so on. So this is where I sleep up, to um, yeah. be completely honest. So if I just get into the habit of eating well, then results will naturally follow because I'm already exercising yeah. daily. So it's simple science. Um Good. My second one, obviously, is assignment, which will hopefully be done tomorrow, like fully mm-hmm. finished, and then just waiting for the portal to open for me to upload in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then I, by next time we speak, I should have done, I'm hoping at least two to three different online courses Um, so out of my eight for this month. So cool. let's hope by next week when we speak, I will have done at least two. Okay.
1: Good. They are noted. So guys, what are your, what are your things for the next seven days? Um, I know you've got a lot going on. I know that it might be tight. I know that it might be challenging, but what are your things for the next seven days? If you've got your little notepad from episode one, this is where you write them down and we'll, we'll do an accountability circle next week and see how we got on and tick that off the box. And again, you know, do let us know how you're following in terms of the progress that you're making. Um, find us on social media and uh, please do share
0: something quite interesting is please share with us as well what your goals are because (laughs) a great example of two people that I know no really close friends with reached out to me after the first episode immediately with their goals and with one of them we literally sat down her goal was to buy a house and we literally sat down and we broke it down into like steps of how is she going to buy a house because she didn't have a step by step plan and you know how much i have talked about like it's important to have a plan in place she just wanted to buy a house and she has been saving but she didn't have like any idea of how long she needs to save for how much she needs to save monthly and so on so the accountability circle doesn't work just for me and Petra. It works for others as well. So get involved. And then my other friend who got in touch was, he, he literally sent me a list of all his goals, which was so cute and adorable. I was like, oh my God, yes, we need to create that community once and for all so we can host all these people together uh, and really have that community of like-minded individuals. So that is in the works. But he shared with me all his goals. And one of his goals was to, uh, work with Netflix on creating content uh, and for diverse um, like groups, and specifically like diverse rich content, whether it's the stories, whether it's the cast that they use, and so on. Um, and literally the day after, on my LinkedIn, I got a, like a post popped up, and it was someone from very very senior at LinkedIn, and they were looking for content creators to work with them on diverse. Uh, new content pieces and I literally send it to my friend being like this is it this is what you were looking for they are actually looking for people like you they're currently running this contest uh looking for new partners to work with so accountability works and this is why you should share your goals out loud with other people because you just never know who can somehow help you or hold you accountable to it Just like I'm holding my friend accountable now to how much she's going to save for a house and I'm also holding, uh, well, helped someone I know to find the perfect opportunity for them just by him sharing his goals out loud and that may not have happened if he didn't and I would have seen that post and told nothing of it because it's not something that's relevant to me. So accountability works, and I can't wait to like have this community and have you all there, but in the meantime, feel free to reach out to us on social at Tap into Extraordinary on all social platforms uh, and just send us a message. Tell us what are you trying to achieve? How are you trying to achieve it? Do you want us to hold you accountable? Um, this is what we're here for
1: yeah absolutely so guys please don't be shy um i hope you've enjoyed this episode it's been revealing certainly certainly for me i don't know if it's been really revealing for you as well Valina, but um mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening until the next one we will catch you soon yeah big soon Bye.
0: thanks